Hello and welcome to the Jack Benny program from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. The Jack Benny program presented by Lucky Strike. I carry letters all day long as happy as can be, but the letters that I really love are L S M S E. I gaze into my crystal ball and what I see I like. He's not so dark or handsome, but he's smoking lucky strike. Be happy, go lucky, be happy, go lucky, be happy, go lucky, go lucky strike. Yes, light up a lucky and enjoy the happy blending of perfect mildness and rich taste in one great cigarette, Lucky Strike. Remember, only fine tobacco gives you both perfect mildness and rich taste. And LSMFT, Lucky Strike means fine tobacco. So next time, try a carton of Lucky Strike and be happy, go lucky. Be happy, go lucky, be happy, go lucky, be happy, go lucky, 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 go gentlemen, Jack Benny and his cast are returning from New York, where Jack did his first television show. At the moment, they're in Mary's compartment aboard the Super Chief, playing 20 questions. Now, let's see, Mary, we've used up 19 questions, and we found that you're thinking of something that's animal. He's very famous in show business, and is over six feet tall. That's right, and you kids have only one question left. Geez, this is a hard one. Well, I'll take a guess. Is it uh, Jimmy Stewart? No. Well, that finishes our 20 questions. Who is it, Mary? Harvey, the invisible rabbit. <laughs> oh, Mary, that's not fair. After all, Harvey doesn't exist. It's a figment of a man's imagination. So what? Universal just finished a wonderful picture about it. Yeah, and I can't understand it. How can a studio make a picture about something and nobody sees it? Warner Brothers did. <laughs> Warner Brothers did, Warner Brothers did. Some funny stuff. Let's get on with the game. It's your, it's your turn, Dennis. Okay, I got a good one. Well, is it animal, mineral, or vegetable? It's animal, I think. You think? Yes. Is a bird considered an animal? Certainly. Hey, Mary, the silly kid just gave himself away. Watch this. Uh, tell me, Dennis, is it a bird? Uh-huh. You see, Mary, you see? Yeah. Uh, Dennis, is this bird extinct? No. Well, uh, is this bird found in America? Yes. Is it a whippoorwill? No. Uh, a sparrow? No. A robin? No. A thrush? No. Uh, wait a minute, Dennis. Is this a very large bird? Yes. An eagle? No. A buzzard? No. A hawk? No. Well, now look, Dennis, does this Wait a minute, Don. Hold it, hold it. I think I've got it. Dennis... Does this bird go to Capistrano quite frequently? Yeah, yeah. It's a swallow. No. <laughs> no? No. Does everybody give up? I do. No, I give up. Me too. 
What is it? Walter Pigeon. <laughs> Walter... Walter Pigeon? Dennis, how can you say he's a bird? I read in the paper where he just flew to New York. <laughs> All right, Dennis. You thought he was a bird because his name is Pigeon and he just flew to New York. How can you say that he frequently goes to Capistrano? His mother lives there. <laughs> Dennis, that's the oh, Jack, Jack, it's your turn now. I know, and I've got a good one. You'll never guess this one. Go ahead, all you smart guys. Start guessing. Okay, Jack. Is it animal, mineral, or vegetable? Animal. Uh, is it alive? Yes. A human being? Yes. Has it got a mustache? Yes. My sister, babe? <laughs> Mary, stop. I'm trying to be serious. <laughs> now, go ahead and guess. Well, now, let's see. He's a man with a mustache. Is he in show business? Yes. Does he make pictures? Yes. Is one of his pictures currently showing? Yes. I know. He's Herman Quigley, the assistant cameraman on the picture of the Glass Menagerie. Gee, that's right. How in the world did you ever guess Herman Quigley? It was obvious. Obvious? Yes. Just before you went to New York, you ran into him at the Brown Derby. He had forgotten his wallet. You loaned him a dollar and a half, and he's been on your mind ever since. <laughs> yeah, gee, I, I hope he I hope he pays me back the money. Look, his watch doesn't even keep good time. <laughs> oh, for heaven's sake, Jack. Do you mean to say you kept a man's wristwatch for a dollar Mary, and a half? Mary, business is business. It's your turn, Don. Well, you better skip me for a few minutes. I want to go back to my compartment and see if the porter took all the dishes out. Now, why is it whenever we're on a train, you never eat in the diner? You always have your meal served in your compartment. My wife makes me do that. Why? She doesn't want people to see what a pig I am. <laughs> oh, well, I don't blame her. Well, hurry back, Don, so we can continue with the game. Okay. <clears throat> Hey, kid, kid, I'm glad Don's gone. I got a trick I want to play on him. Yeah, yeah, what is it? Well, look, you know, you know Don. You know, he's always thinking about Lucky Strike. Uh-huh. So when we play the game again, it's his turn. He's sure to pick Lucky. And we'll make believe we can't guess it. Well, what makes you so sure you'll pick Lucky Strike? Because he never thinks of anything else. In fact, when he went on his honeymoon, he registered at the hotel as Don Wilson and Cigarette. So remember, when he comes back, we'll, we'll trick him. Well, gee, Mr. Benny, do you think that's much fun? You mean tricking Don? No, going on a honeymoon with a cigarette. <laughs> oh, keep quiet. That's him. Now, don't forget, kid. Come in. Oh, it's Phil. Hi, Jackson, Dennis. Hello, Livy. How's oh, the little lady who makes this train more super than the chief? <laughs> Hello, Phil. Say, Phil, where have you been keeping yourself? Oh, me and some of the musicians are having a little fun in my drawing room. We're playing a game called Two Questions. No, no, Phil, you mean 20 questions. No, two questions. Ginger ale or straight? <laughs> hmm, I should have known. I haven't seen you since you fell off at Kansas City. <laughs> Coming or going? 
Bill, you you fell off going too? Jackson, I got to do things to make people laugh. I'm still looking for a sponsor, you know. Wow. Well, at least Bill got back on. Remley missed the train entirely in Chicago. Well, you can blame that on Jackson's program. On uh, my program? Yeah, they keep hollering, "Be happy, go lucky," and Remley overdoes it. <laughs> Well, look, Phil, whether he overdoes it or not, as soon as we arrive in Los Angeles, we're going right to the studio for rehearsal. And if he isn't there, I'm going to dock him two weeks' salary. You can't scare Rem with that kind of stuff. He comes from a very wealthy family. Oh, I didn't know that. Sure. His father made a fortune growing sweet potatoes. Sweet potatoes? He's got the biggest yam plantation in Texas. Ooh, what he said. He said yam! This is as good a time as any to tell you. Now I'm not... look. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna complain about Remley or the rest of your boys on radio. Nobody can see him. But what are you gonna do when you go on television? That don't bother me, Jackson. I'm not going on television till they make them screens bigger. But Phil, they already have twenty-inch screens. I know, Dad. But if they don't get Harris life-sized, you're being robbed. <laughs> Oh, I'm sure of that. Yeah. Anyway, when I do go on TV, Jackson, I'll tell you one thing. I'd like to have a cast like you had on your first show. Yeah, Dinah Shore, Rochester, Don Wilson, the sportsman, Mel Blank, and Mr. Kitzel. You know something, Jackson? I realize that that Mr. Kitzel is popular, but can you imagine them making a television station and naming it after him? A television station? Yeah, right in Los Angeles. Channel 2, Kitzel. That's KTSL. <laughs> Kitzel. Natural mistake for a chap who fell off at Kansas City. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, so long, kids. I'll see you later. Bye, Phil. Bye, Phil. <laughs> now, kid, don't forget, we're going to... Hey, Dennis. Yeah? Hey, kid, I almost forgot. My arranger wants to know what song you're going to sing on the show next Sunday. Oh, I'm going to do Frosty the Snowman. Here's the music. That ain't going to do me no good. You sing it to me, and I'll sing it to my arranger. <laughs> oh, fine. Go ahead, Dennis. Okay. The snowman was a jolly, happy soul With a corncob pipe and a button nose And two eyes made out of coal Frosty the snowman is a fairy tale, they say He was made of snow, but the children know How he came to life one day There must have been some magic in That old silk hat they found For when they placed it on his head He began to dance around Oh, Frosty the snowman Was alive as he could be And the children say he could laugh and play Just the same as you and me Frosty the snowman Knew the sun was hot that day So he said, let's run and we'll have some fun Now before I melt away Oh, down to the village With a broomstick in my hand Let's run here and there All around the square Play and catch me if you can 
He led them down the streets of town right to the traffic cop. And he only paused a moment when he heard him holler, Stop! Frosty the snowman had to hurry on his way. But he waved goodbye saying, Don't you cry, I'll be back again someday. I'll be back again someday. You bet. Says that was a beautiful song. What's it from? Well, didn't you see my new picture, I'll Get By, made by 20th Century Fox with June Haver, Bill Lundigan, Gloria DeHaven, and me? Oh, is that where the song comes from? No, but I thought I'd plug my picture. Dennis, <laughs> uh, I saw your picture in New York, and I thought you were wonderful in it. Well, naturally, you'd say that. You're nuts about me. <laughs> Look, she is not. What are you trying to do, break us up? Dennis, when Mary pays you a compliment, why don't you just... Oh, kid, that must be Don. Remember the trick we're going to play on him. Okay. What is it again? Look, when it's his turn, nobody guess that it's Lucky Strike, because that's what he'll give us. Come in. Well, hi, kids. You still playing 20 questions? Yes, Don, you're just in time. It's your turn. Ah, good. I've already got something in mind. Start guessing. Okay. Is it a living thing? No. Uh, is it a manufactured article? Yes. Does its mother live in Capistrano? <laughs> Dennis, don't waste questions. That's not a wasted question. It's also found in Capistrano. Oh, really? Well, tell me, Don. Get this, Mary. Get this. Don, is this thing you're thinking of nearly three inches long, about a half inch thick, and white in color? Yes, yes. Is it round and firm and fully packed? Yes, yes. Ah, it's amazing the way you people are guessing it. Is it free and easy on the draw? Yes, yes. Now, come on, come on. You're getting warmer. You're getting warmer. It's an electric blanket. (laughs) No. See, I I thought it was an electric blanket, too. Didn't you, Mary? (laughs) Oh, yes. Yes, I did. Well, look, um, look, Don, is this thing you're talking about associated with the letters L-S-M-F-T? Yes, 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 that's it, yeah. Now, let's see. Oh, this is too hard. I give up. I do, too. Me, too. Oh, for heaven's sake, kids. How can you possibly give up when you're so close? When you guessed it was almost three inches long and white in color, I was sure you knew what it was. Well, we don't, Don, do we, Mary? Come on, tell us, what is it? Oh, all right. It's a piece of chalk. (laughs) A piece of chalk? Don Wilson, you were thinking of a lucky strike and you know it. No, I wasn't, Jack. Now, wait a minute, Don. I'll admit that chalk is white and can be three inches long. I'll also admit that it's round and firm and fully packed. But how in the name of Speedy Riggs are the letters LSMFT associated with a piece of chalk? But they are, Jack. LSMFT stands for Leibowitz, Sanders, McIntyre, Findlay, and Teitelbaum. The biggest chalk manufacturers in the world. (laughs) 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 (laughs)
You've got a lot of brains. But then it takes a lot to fill that big fat head of yours. <laughs> Soft makeup. Oh, come on. Let's get on with the game. Whose turn is it now? Nobody. I'm not playing anymore. <laughs> I'm going to club car and read for a while. See you later. Largest chalk manufacturer in the world. Don just made that up. Lieberwitz, Sanders, McIntyre, Finley, and Teitelbaum. That's almost as far-fetched as Batten, Barton, Durston, and little old Osborne. <laughs> be happy, go lucky, be happy. Lucky strike today. Oodle poop 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 beep. Hey, we'll be in Albuquerque soon. It'll be $126 worth of my ticket used up. <laughs> be happy, go lucky. See, I didn't think the club car was so far. Oh, oh, pardon me, lady. Oh, why, certainly. Say, you're Jack Benny, aren't you? Why, yes. Yes, ma'am, I am. Oh, Mr. Benny, would you mind autographing this magazine for my granddaughter? Your granddaughter? Oh, I'll be glad to. There you are. Are you going to Los Angeles? Yes. I'm going to visit my son in Beverly Hills. Perhaps you know him. He's a competitor of yours. Oh, oh, is he a comedian? No, he owns a laundry. <laughs> oh, oh. Oh, he's an awfully good boy. He's had me come all the way out from Chicago just to celebrate my birthday. That's tomorrow. Oh, how nice. How old will you be? Thirty-nine. <laughs> oh, you're, you're teasing me. <laughs> yes, I am. I'm really seventy-two. Then why, why do you tell people you're thirty-nine? It gets lost. <laughs> See. Well, goodbye. Thanks for the autograph. You're welcome. Goodbye. Uh, that's my fountain pen. Oh, oh I'm sorry. <laughs> Here you are. <laughs> Gee, she's a sweet lady. What she needs with a pen that writes underwater, I'll never know. <laughs> Be happy, go lucky. Lucky strike today. Oodley poop poop poopy poop. Yeah, California's sure a nice place to live, Sam. Uh oh, there's Rochester. He's in there talking to the porter. I'm gonna stay here and listen to this. How long you been working for Mr. Benny, Rochester? Twelve years, six months, and fourteen weeks. Well, how come you know the time so exactly? My friend, when you're in Mr. Benny's employer, you don't get money, you get service strikes. <laughs> Well, uh, Rochester, if he ain't paying you much, sir, won't you leave him? Oh, I'd never leave Mr. Benny. He may have his faults, but deep down inside, he's the kindest man I know. Really? Yeah, I'll never forget the time I had pneumonia. I was so sick. For a full week, I had 105 fever. And all that time, Mr. Benny stayed right with me, fed me and nursed me. No kidding. And then at 2 o'clock one morning, I passed the crisis. My fever broke and my temperature went down to normal. The boss looked at me, smiled, and said, Rochester, you're going to be all right. 
Then he yanked me out of bed and shoved a broom in my hand. What is he complaining about? The house wasn't swept in a week. You know, Rochester, this ain't the first time Mr. Benny has been on one of my cars. I made this trip with him across the country several times. Man, it's murder. I know. Oh, I don't mind the fact that he don't tip much. But whenever he's on board, the train is always 15 to 20 minutes late. A couple of years ago, he insisted that the train make an unscheduled stop at Newton, Kansas. Then once, he made a stop for a half hour at Gallup, New Mexico. Once, he set the super chief back a whole hour when he got off at Trinidad, Colorado. Now, this trip, I heard him tell the conductor to make another unscheduled stop. At Flagstaff, Arizona. Yeah, yeah. He got relatives in all them places? No, bank accounts. I wish he wouldn't discuss my private affairs. Rochester, I can't understand why Mr. Bennett keeps saving his money like that. He's not married. He's got no family, no children. Who's he going to leave it to? What makes you think he's going to leave it? Rochester, I heard what you were saying. And if you don't behave yourself, you're not going to get that new gold stripe for Christmas. I'll be up in the club car in case you want to see me. Yes, sir. Hmm. Talk about me, everybody. Gee, I'm doing a lot of traveling this year. As soon as I get home, I have to start packing to go to London for the command performance. Dinah Shore is going, too. I've only appeared at one other command performance in my life. That was at my sponsor's birthday party. I hope the one in London will be different. Maybe they'll let me mingle with the guests. <laughs> be happy, go lucky, be happy. Lucky strike today. Gee, they changed the whistle on the train just for me. Gosh, there are a lot of celebrities on this train. Gary Cooper, Irene Dunn. I mustn't forget to say goodnight, Miss Dunn. She must be sick of that Irene stuff. <laughs> oh, look at that cute little boy. Hello, little boy. Hello, mister. What's your name? My name is... Say, aren't you Jeff Benny? Why, yes. Yes, I am. I saw you on television Saturday night. You did? Uh-huh. I heard you play your violin. Thanks very much. Thanks? You're thanking me for playing the violin? Yeah. Someday my mom let me stop taking lessons. Hmm. Well, goodbye, little boy. Goodbye, Mr. Benny, and thanks again. You're welcome, you're welcome. <laughs> Gee, the club car is crowded. Oh, there's a vacant seat next to that man over there. Excuse me, mister, do you mind if I sit here? Oh, no, 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 not at all. Glad to have company. <laughs> Thank you. Well, here's a late newspaper. I think I'll... Yes, it's exciting out on the road. I'm traveling for Watson's Woolen Underwear. <laughs> Watson's Woolen Underwear? Sure, I must have heard of us. We advertise on the radio. Watson's Woolen fits your snug, keeps you warm with a plug in a rug, one flat button, and sit it to Watson's Woolen for the buy for you, kid. <laughs> 
yes, I know that program. It features Fade Cooley and his itchy seven. <laughs> How's business? Well, not so good. Deep and burned in Chicago last week. Why, Chicago's always been the great underwear town. Windy city, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I know, yeah. Yep, yep, I was in Chicago just two days. Walked into the buyer of the bond time department store, spread my entire line whoa, 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 all over his office. <laughs> my man wouldn't even look at it. Too bad. Why, I said to me, he said, it's too old-fashioned. That's the trouble with this world. Too much progress. I used to carry a line of underwear, and all they were interested in was whether it had small flaps or large flaps. <laughs> but today, they want to know whether it's got a 16 or 20-inch screen. <laughs> well, times have changed. Yep. Finals to channels. <laughs> I know what you mean, huh? Oh, you in underwear, too? Not today. It's too warm. <laughs> Have you been in the underwear business very long, Mr. Uh, Mr. Lane? Mr. Lane, have you been in the underwear business very long? Oh, just a few months. I used to travel for the firm of Leibowitz, Sanders, McIntyre, Finley, and Tidebaum. <laughs> oh, yes, the chalk manufacturer. Hey, you've been around. Oh, I've traveled a bit. Well, so long, Mr. Lane. Yes, so long. I'm glad there's a nice talk to you there. Don't forget now, Watson's Woolen's Pitch your Snunk, Cheek, Cheek, Walmart, the Bucket, a Rug, One Flat Button, instead of two, Watson's Woolen's in the back for you. Yes, Gee, what an eager beaver. <laughs> well, I think I'll go to bed. We arrive in Los Angeles so early. Yeah, no doubt about it, Sam. You sure have an interesting job. Rochester, still talking to that porter. Yeah, you're right, Rochester. I've been across this continent over a hundred times. Gosh, you must know every inch of it. Yeah, and America's an amazing country. It has Harlem on the East Coast, Central Avenue on the West Coast, and all that waste in between. <laughs> and the truth. Well, Sam, don't forget our date. The first Saturday night you're in Los Angeles, we'll go out with those two girlfriends of yours. Okay. Uh, first, we'll have dinner, and then we'll take them to the Hollywood Bowl. Yeah, but Rochester, this time of year, there's nothing going on at the Hollywood Bowl. We'll change that. <laughs> oh, Rochester. Huh? Uh, yes, boss. Rochester, I'm going to bed. Make sure that my luggage is all ready when I get off in Los Angeles tomorrow. I will. Good night, boss. Good night. Oh, Mr. Benny. Yes, Porter. Uh, you're going to get off at Los Angeles or Pasadena? Uh, Pasadena. I always get a bigger reception there. <laughs> Good night. Good night. Good night. Ladies and gentlemen, the right and duty to vote in national and local elections is basic to our American heritage. Especially this year, with the eyes of the world on the United States... Every American should go to the polls and demonstrate the vigor of American free government. Remember that freedom is everybody's job. Thank you. Jack will be back in just a moment. But first, everybody be happy, go lucky, and let's take a musical poll on the outcome of Tuesday's election. Democrat are both all right with me, but I say vote for Lucky Strike because LSMFC. To get the voters 
fingers to the poles in rain or when it shines. I thank the mildness and rich taste that Lucky Strike combines. Be happy, go lucky, be happy, go lucky, be happy, go lucky, go lucky today. Yes, light up a Lucky and enjoy the happy blending of perfect mildness and rich taste in one great cigarette, Lucky Strike. Yes, you'll always enjoy Lucky's greater mildness. You know, scientific tests confirmed by three independent consulting laboratories prove Lucky Strike is milder than any other principal brand. And you'll always enjoy the full, rich taste of fine tobacco. Because LSMFT, Lucky Strike means fine tobacco. So next time you buy cigarettes, try a carton of Lucky Strike and be happy. Go Lucky! Be happy, go Lucky, be happy, go Lucky Strike, be happy, go Lucky, go Lucky Ladies and gentlemen, next Sunday we're going to have a special guest star, Richard Widmark, who comes to us through the courtesy of 20th Century Fox. This studio, 20th Century Fox, released the Daryl Evzanik production, All About Eve. 20th Century Fox would also like me to mention that they did not make the horn blows at midnight. <laughs> Good night, folks, and don't forget to get out and vote Tuesday. <laughs> Dennis Day and the Day in the Life of Dennis Day. Dennis Day and the follows immediately. This is CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System.